guys. I love him so much. I know you do too. <laughs> I can just hug him like he's hugging that tree, that, that flag, <laughs> that tree. <laughs> Hey, Patriots, I'm Melissa Red Pill the World. I know you're looking for me like, where are you? My mom is here and we've been going to get her some of those wonderful cures. So yeah, we got, yeah, mama comes ahead of everything else. Y'all know how that is. So welcome. If you're new here, we look at all these posts. We look at the current events. We look at the Trump tweets and the light of God's word because this is biblical. And so I've been a Bible teacher for years and years, 30 something years. And so I've been a missionary full-time for the past 10 years. And so, you know, since I know the word and I try to teach it, and you, you learn stuff when you try to teach it, right? And now I haven't been under the control of anybody, no, except the Lord. And he finds me kind of hard to control. But anyway, I have not been told what I can teach and what I can't teach. And so, yeah, that's why I think that I came out of some of this end times deception and I just lost the book. But anyway, I wrote this book blah, 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 and a thousand years of peace. And we're going to be talking about how this is biblical. I should have had this all situated, shouldn't I, <laughs> before I got started. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, this is the book. This is it. We're fixing to enter into, fixing to, what's the Texas saying? Um, going into a thousand years of peace. And look at this. I love this song. It just, it's so energetic. It's so, um, uplifting and so uh, filled with hope and confidence that we're going to win. So do not let anything upset you. Do not let anything rob you of your joy. Be excited and enjoy the show. And so I'm going to show you, this is the channel. This is my site, freedomforce.live. Okay. Bookmark that in on your laptop, on your phone, wherever you can, freedomforce.live. And it's so funny that this new uh, group of uh, patriot congressmen who are going in uh, into office soon they have named themselves the freedom force caucus i thought that was cool that was so neat so um yeah so this is this is the page and so check that out because this is biblical literally and so i'm going to at the end i'm going to uh share some some bible verses with you but i want to talk to you first about some of the things that i know are upsetting to you today like this COVID bill, like this uh, Gomert deal, like Barr, like the Nashville thing, and about um, whatever military action is going to happen. So we're going to talk about that. But on this page, when you go here and you click this this section right here, you click on uh, blah, 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 a thousand years of peace, you will see how you can read a portion of it, preview it right there. And if you wanted to buy it, it's three bucks. Okay. If you want to buy the paperback, it's a little bit more, of course. And so you can read more about wh where this, what this, this is about, but basically that we are, we are about to defeat the beast of revelation. There's no doubt. There's no other worldwide mafia cabal control thing that's going to ever come up after this. This is it. This is it. Now that we've awakened, we know what it is. And now we're, we're destroying them. So here's a wonderful verse in Amos chapter nine. I was reading through Amos. Now uh, we're going to talk today, today about um, how we're going together, going to together read the Bible. And I'm going to show you a, a way that we can make this happen. And I love it because on your phone, you can listen to it. You can, you know, very quickly while you're just running an errand to the grocery store, you can listen to the entire book of Amos. It's so easy. It's so easy. We're going to make it so easy and don't get hooked up on one little word or whatever. We're going to talk about that here in a minute about how we can do this together. And then you will have so much of the word in you so that you will be able to key in. If something's not right, you're up. Oh, that's nope. Nope, that's not right. Anyway, so Amos chapter nine, though, says the time will come, says the Lord, when the grain and grapes will grow faster than they can be harvested. How about that? And it's not just talking about physical grain and grapes. It's symbolic for just everything. There will be blessing for everything. You're like, well, that was easy. I've been working myself to death for forever. And all of a sudden, things have just gotten so, so easy. They will grow faster than they can be harvested. Isn't that beautiful? Then the terraced vineyards on the hills of Israel will drip with sweet wine, just, just overflowing with joy is, is, the, is the symbolism. I will bring my exiled people of Israel back from the distant lands and they will rebuild their ruined cities. Isn't that beautiful? It's not about a physical group of people on a little strip of land in the Middle East. It's talking about 
all of the scattered tribes will be restored to their homelands, restored to their families, restored to their health and their wealth, and that uh, they will be able to rebuild their schools and their finances and their neighborhoods and take care of people, their health, all of this will be restored. Like I said, we've been going out and getting one of those new, uh, brand new shiny cures for my mom. So she's doing really, really well. Thank you for praying. And the biggest thing is that, that the Lord guided us to the answer. The answer was out there. It's sometimes a needle in a haystack, but the Lord is able to show us the needle in the haystack. Isn't that cool? All right, so here we go. Let's jump in. Let's talk about this COVID, Bill. It, um, I think, okay, this is my thought on it. Okay, I'm just going to give you my thought. Okay, um, there is a 45-year-old act. It's called the Impoundment Control Act. Okay, I'm going to read to you what a little bit about it. It allows, though, the deferral of expenditures for 45 days. And we know we are like so close to getting this thing resolved because, hello, the 20th of January is coming and something's got to got to break at that point. And we think something's going to be, be possibly big happening on the 6th of January. We're going to talk about that, too. So whatever the timeline is, we know we we're, you know, there's, there's this deadline, this hard deadline of the 20th. And they're going to freak out when they find out the truth. So we'll. We're just waiting to see what day that exactly that is that they freak out. But anyway, so he can defer these crazy payments to the million here and a million there. And all this we know is not going into the hands of the people. It's going into the hands of the, the cabal, right? He can uh, defer them based upon this impoundment act for 45 days. <laughs> Who thinks these numbers are so funny? This was Act was created 45 years ago, and it, it, it defers the payments for 45 days, being used by our president 45, and I believe within 45 days, we will have our breakthrough. Basically, I think that President Trump signed this bill with all this pork, right? But it will allow the continuity of government to, to continue to keep the government open because these people, you know how they are. They're just crazy how they say, well, we'll shut the government down if you don't do this a billion dollar bill. Anyway, um, we will allow the government to be funded and relief to get to the people and he will defer the ridiculous pork expenditures for 45 days, which will then be stopped because this bill will be overturned because the congressman will be proven to be illegitimate. What if that's what's what's going to happen? You know, there, I just, just there's just no way <laughs> we're going to give all this money to them because then they would end up using it to harm us. We know that. That's my guess. I think we're that close. All right. So here is the Impoundment Act that was uh, written in 1974. What is it? Why does it matter? Okay. So I'll make this a little bit bigger for you. What uh, the Congressional Budget, Budget and Impoundment Act of 1974 reasserted Congress's power of the purse, specifically Title X of the Act, Impoundment Control, established procedures to prevent the president and other government officials from unilaterally distributing, substituting their own funding decisions for those of the Congress. The act also created the House and Senate Budget Committees and the Congressional Budget Office. Okay, so that's what happened with this impoundment control. So why was it necessary? It passed in response to President Nixon's executive overreach. Again, this is what they are saying. His administration refused to release congressionally appropriated funds for certain programs he opposed. While the U.S. Constitution broadly grants Congress the power of the purse, the president, through the White House Office of Budget of Management and Budget and executive agencies, is responsible for the actual spending of the funds. So one of them, you know, the Congress approves them and then the president spends it. The ICA created a process the president must follow up if he seeks to delay or cancel funding that Congress has provided. So impounding is uh, any action or inaction by an officer or employee of the federal government that precludes federal funds from being obligated, spent, or other, or either temporarily, uh, either, I'm sorry, temporarily or permanently, Okay. So this is what we think it's being rescind, rescission, rescission. All right. So and uh, and there's also deferral. So there's two different things. By uh, put simply, if the president wants to spend less money than the Congress provided for a particular purpose, he or she must first secure a law providing congressional approval to rescind the funding in question. 
Now, unlikely that you could get them to resend this, right? The ICA requires that the president send a special message to Congress identifying the amount of the proposed rescission, the reasons for it, and the budgetary, economic, and programmatic effects of the rescission. Upon transmission of such special message, the president must withhold certain funding in the effects, uh, affected accounts for up to 45 legislative session days. If a law providing the rescission is not enacted within 45 days, any withheld funds must be available for obligation. All right, so it's talking about that as far as the rescission. But then the deferral, I think, is more likely. The ICA defines a deferral as withholding or delaying through other executive action or inaction, effectively precluding funding from being obligated or spent. The ICA prescribes three narrow circumstances in which the president may propose to defer funding. Number one, providing for contingencies. Number two, achieving budgetary savings made possible through improved operational efficiencies, which you're not going to save money on this stupid stuff going to Nepal, whatever, um, as number three, as specifically provided by law. Now that he could possibly find a reason by law <laughs> because he knows it's going to be sent, not going to be spent to them, sent to them. The ICA requires that the president send a special message to Congress identifying the amount of the proposed deferral, the reasons for it, the period of the proposed deferral. Upon transmission of such special message, which we know he's redlining these things and sending back to them, however, um, the funds may be deferred without further action by Congress. They don't have to approve it. However, the deferral cannot extend beyond the end of the fiscal year in which the special message is sent, which we've got plenty of time. I think it's September. The ICA language on deferrals is longstanding budget law that extends, I'm sorry, that allows the executive branch to delay the obligation or expenditure for funding only for the specific specified reasons rather than policy reasons. All right. So, yeah. So here it talks about 45 days, um, whatever. So. I think maybe that's what he's doing, that, that he, that's, he's going to hold off on these for one reason or another for 45 days. And by then, we're going to have a breakthrough. And then this, we're not going to send money to <laughs> Nepal, right? All right. So that's one of the things that's happening. And then just now, I saw on Twitter, just before I came on here, it says, Mitchie, uh, today blocked Senate Democrats' efforts to unanimously pass a House measure uh, to up the stimulus checks to 2000 from the 600. So that's what the president says he's wanting, but that's not what's, you know, Mitchie is stopping that. And we are watching a show. So what we will see who's, who's naughty and who's nice, who's a good guy, who's a bad. And, you know, it would be interesting to see if after this is all over, it turns out that Mitch was a good guy who was, you know, saying, yay, great. I'm so glad to have you Biden just because of, it was beneficial for the show. We will find out. I just know that after all this time, I do trust the plan. Now, um, a big question in everyone's mind because of this vote coming up on the 6th is, is Pence a good guy or a bad guy? And I love, love, love Storm is Upon Us, Joe M. I have been following him forever and I'll, I went like a month without him and I'm like oh I wish I was back well thankfully I found him here on parlor he's changed his accounts on Twitter constantly but anyway um, here's the question is he good or bad depends don't burden yourself with this because it doesn't matter view it through the lens of the plan will he do the right thing yes or patriots would have chosen a different VP so the, the point is whether he is a good guy or a bad guy I don't know. He's going to, he's controlled. He's, he's, he's going to do the right thing by his own volition or by, because it, because he has to. Okay. So do not worry. So it, he will do what is right according to the plan. Okay. And we can even see now in the middle of all this, I see it. I see so many people who are awakening saying these people are absolute criminals. That is obvious as anything that this, there was, you know, the, about the election. This is obvious, obvious. And so they're realizing these people are absolutely lawless. That's why I contend in this book that this is the man of lawlessness, absolute lawlessness. They go without law. It doesn't matter what the law says, they will not follow the law. The law is just for the little people. It's not for them. Okay. So now I want you to see that. And here is what our Louis Gohmert um, filed a lawsuit 
that was not expected that he would sue Mike Pence in his official capacity. He asked the court to require Pence to ignore and not rely on the provisions of the Electoral Count Act that would limit his authority, exclusive authority and sole discretion to determine the count. Okay, this is a new, as a, an act that was put in in 18 something called the Electoral Count Act. Let me make that a little bit bigger for you. Is 1887, okay? Um, so I think it, it, was in, it was enacted, this bill, because it was a big hullabaloo, specifically over Jefferson, that he basically, from what I understand, he um, uh, voted basically to have himself put in. And even though there wasn't really any evidence of uh, any problems with the, with the election. So I, don't, I haven't dug, dug down into there to see if that's the case, but at any rate, way, way back in the 1800s, um, they enacted this Electoral Count Act after like two or three times where there was just such a big uh, concern about how the vote went. It's a US federal law establishing procedures for the counting of electoral votes by Congress following a presidential election. This law was enacted 10 years after the disputed 1876 presidential election in which several states submitted competing slates of electors and a divided Congress was unable to resolve the deadlock for weeks. Close elections in 1880 and 1884 followed and again raised the possibility of an electoral dispute coming to Congress or of partisans in Congress using the counting process to turn over a result. After years of discussion, Congress passed the act in 1887 and has followed the act's procedures since then. But it's not really in the, it's not in the constitution. This was an, a separate act that is not in the constitution. So what he's actually asking is, I'm gonna play you this um, video from Epoch Times. I'm actually gonna read it because if I play it, um, they might be in my video because, you know, I love Epoch Times, but, you know, I know they're, they have to protect their, their, what they do. So I want to promote Epoch Times, but I don't want my video to be shut down. Anyway, so I'm going to play this for you and I, it's on my parlor. Okay. My parlor is at Freedom Forcer. Okay. So make sure, please, please, please go in and, and be my friend over on uh, parlor at Freedom Forcer. And all of my social media is on this channel right here, freedomforce.live, all the social media right here. It's right here, so, uh, Twitter, YouTube, BitChute, Parlor, Gab. Okay, all of that is on there. Now, um, when you look back at, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this for you and I'm gonna just, I think it's on mute. I'm gonna read it to you. Texas Republican representative, Louis Gomert, file a lawsuit against Vice President Mike Pence in a bid to overturn election results, asking a court to give Pence exclusive authority to decide which electoral college votes should be counted on January 6th. According to the lawsuit, Pence has a role in the upcoming January 6th joint session of Congress to count all 50 states' electoral college votes. Gohmert's lawsuit, which was filed against Pence in his capacity as VP, is asking for a federal judge to strike down the 1887 Electoral College Account Act asking the judge to grant Pence the authority to overturn the election results in favor of President Donald J. Trump. Okay, so that's, he's saying, do not, he's asking the judge, do not look at this Electoral Count Act of 1887, okay, which pushes it to the Congress. It would give, it would, he, he's asking this to be, give complete authority to Pence, okay? Gomer's lawsuit is claiming that any action taken by Pence on January 6th is to certify the Electoral College results to secure a win for Joe Biden would be, you know what, Gomer is furthermore asking Judge Jeremy Nodal, an appointee of Trump, to determine that Pence is authorized to pick the electors who cast votes to, for Trump during the joint session of Congress. The Epoch Times has reached out to the White House and Pence's office for comment that they haven't heard back. The lawsuit also asked the Texas federal court to issue a judgment. It states Vice President Pence determined which slate of electors votes count and neither for that state if no candidate has a majority of 270 electoral votes, then the House of Representatives and the only the House of Representatives shall choose the presidential Gomer's uh, choose, choose the president. It's going fast. <laughs> All right, so... This 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 thing right here, the Electoral Count Act, sends it to 
the Congress to make that decision. And this is the way it has, you know, they, they say that it should be run, but that's not based upon the constitution. So he's saying, judge, make sure that the prevent, protect us from it having to go to the Congress, protect us from having it to go through the electoral count act of 1887. Okay. Which is not, like I said, which is not in the constitution. Um, so, all right, let me keep going. The 12th Amendment contains the exclusive dispute resolution mechanisms over elections. His lawsuit further states the court should render a judgment on whether Vice President Pence in his capacity as President of Senate and presiding officer of the January 6, 2021 joint session of Congress under the 12th Amendment is subject solely to the requirements of the 12th Amendment and may exercise exclusive authority and sole discretion in determining the electoral college votes to count for a given state and must ignore and may not rely on any provisions of the Electoral Count Act that would limit his exclusive authority and sole, dis sole discretion to determine the count, which would include votes from the slates of Republican electors from the contested states. Now, you guys know this already, that the contested states sent up uh, uh, their electors that they that they certified which we believe are have a problem but they also have a a gop slate of electors and they're saying we want to make sure that pence has the complete authority to choose the gop electors okay that's what they're saying all right i am going to do real quick i'm going to find that 12th amendment so i can read it to you hang on real quick Okay, here is the 12th Amendment. I'll read this to you. Uh, the number of votes, electoral votes for each of the candidates, which list they, they send them up to, to Congress, which list they shall sign and certify and transmit sealed to the seat of the government of the United States directed to the president of the Senate, which is the vice president, Mike Pence, currently. The president of the Senate again, Mike Pence, shall in the presence of the Senate and the House of Representatives open all the certificates and the votes shall then be counted. The person having the greatest number of votes for president shall be the president if such number be a majority of the whole number of electors appointed. Okay, so what he is saying with this lawsuit is that we want to make sure that they follow the 12th Amendment, which was ratified. Okay, I'm going to read to you here. It says here that it was ratified. The, um, let me see it make this a little bit bigger for you. Um, this is on constitution.laws.com slash 12th Amendment. It says here that this was ratified. Let's see. The 12th Amendment was proposed by Congress on December 9th, 1803, and was later ratified by the required number of state legislatures on June 15th, 1804. So this act is not, does not rise to the level of, an, of a, so a ratified amendment to the Constitution. The Constitution had certain amendments. This is one of them. So this is a, the 12th Amendment. And the, this, does, this, this supersedes an act, okay? So what he's saying here is we don't want to follow this act that someone just made an act here, the Electoral Count Act of 1887. We want to follow the 12th Amendment that was ratified in 1804. Okay, June 15th, which is an interesting day, right around Jesus's birthday <laughs> and President Trump's, by the way. All right, so so I'll, I'll re finish reading this portion to you. He noted, Gilbert noted, that GOP selected electors in several key states being designated Trump have cast votes for Trump and Pence. The Republican parties in the state said they do so to preserve lawsuit options for the president electors that were certified by the key states executive branches cast votes during the December 14th Electoral College vote, giving Biden 306 votes to Trump's 232. Meanwhile, Gomer said in the suit that he is joined, joining a JOP-led effort to challenge the Electoral College vote count efforts on January 6th. The bid, which is being led by Alabama Republican Representative Mo Brooks, has dozens of supporters in the House. Brooks told Fox News on Monday morning, Trump has supported the effort led by Bo Brooks and other Republican. It's going too fast. <laughs> I can't keep up. <laughs> and other Republican lawmakers to challenge the counting. But so far, it's not clear if any senators have joined, which is needed to carry out the challenge of the electoral votes. 
Gilbert filed the lawsuit in the Eastern District of Texas. The entire delegation of the GOP electors in Arizona also joined him in the lawsuit. That's it. All right. So yeah, the Epoch Times did a great job just putting that very concisely. I thought I could just read that. So now you know what's the deal with the Electoral Count Act. Now you know what's the deal with the 12th Amendment. Now you know that we are trying to make sure that we follow the 12th Amendment and that Pence has complete authority to, to vote in uh, the electors that were not problematic. Let's view that. Yeah, I'll use that word. All right. So now let's keep going. So this is our wonderful Steve Turley. He says that the military is prepping for martial law. I'm going to let you listen to him a little bit. Fascinating article, and I wanted to share it with you here. Here's how the article begins. Pentagon and Washington area military leaders are on red alert, wary of what President Trump might do in his remaining days in office, though far-fetched. Ranking officers have discussed what they would do if the president declared martial law. And military commands responsible for Washington, D.C. are engaged in secret contingency planning in case the armed forces are called upon to maintain or restore civil order during the inauguration transition period. According to one officer who spoke to Newsweek on condition of anonymity, the planning is being kept out of sight of the White House and Trump loyalists in the Pentagon for fear that it would be shut down. A half dozen officers in similar positions agree that while there is zero chance that the uniform leadership would involve itself in any scheme to create an election-related reversal, they worry that the military could get sucked into a crisis of Trump's making, particularly if the president tries to rally private militias and pro-Trump paramilitaries in an effort to disrupt the transition and bring violence to the Capitol. And then the article goes on to point out that because of the coronavirus, President Trump actually already has at his d uh, disposal unprecedented emergency powers. And while most military officers in the field don't believe that the military as a whole would back President Trump if he called for martial law, nevertheless, there are indeed enough military personnel who would back the president, which would, of course, change the equation dramatically. Yes. <laughs> were President Trump to go there. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Turley. I love him. He does a great job. So, um, yeah, and, and I remember distinctly seeing at West Point those guys jumping up and down. I think that, you know, they they know. They know their role. And so we will see how this all plays out. And it would be after legally this was this decision, this decision, this decision was made. OK, that's and it would seem that, you know, if, then they would send out the riots as we've seen that they they tried to stop that him from having the power to stop an insurrection. Right. So it would be after this decision was made and then it'll be clean and swift and, and put a stop to it because we're not going to have our country run on lawlessness. We're not. We're not. OK, I have one more thing I want to show you. Hang on. OK, I'm just going to throw this out there. Way back, December 4th, 2017, literally way back from the very beginning, post 251. Look at this. Um, he's talking about this AIDS video. And this one was a very strange post. We we're like, what is he talking about? Learn to decider. See that in the middle? And that word has always struck struck me as strange and stuck out to me. What does he mean to decider? And of course, we would think about decipher. Does he mean decipher? But he doesn't misspell. He does not misspell. He it's all the words are chosen specifically. And so that that makes me now think of this whole thing with Pence on the sixth. And it makes me want to go up there. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I'm not really ready to go fly. But anyway, um, uh, so learn to decider as in who's the decider, who's the one who gets to vote and make that huge decision. And we know that he was talking about this election way long ago, way very free from the beginning and talked about how uh, they were putting in place, uh, you know, kind of a sting operation and to protect the, the uh, election. Now, um, News Unlocks message, as we know that the future proves the past, that it helps us to go back and understand what these posts were about, find the keystone. So that's the, what unlocks the 
the, the, the stranglehold on our country because they've been able to control, we now know, these elections for all these years with, you know, all this funny business. So the Keystone, and we know, you know, Pennsylvania is the Keystone state, whether that is going to have come into play. Uh, we, we already know it's one of the contested states, um, but the Keystone is that, that how it causes everything to fall. What is it that when we have the ability to decide the election, then all of their, uh, all of their control mechanism falls. So I know they're going crazy with this Gomert uh, um, um, lawsuit. And the judge is an appointee of the president so that if we are protected to make sure that we get to do it according to the 12th Amendment, okay, we're, we're cutting off all of their avenues of cheating, cutting off all of that. All these ways that they've prevented us from getting justice, we're preventing them from doing injustice. Thank you, Lord. Okay, let's keep going. Let's talk about Bill Barr. And this is Candace Owens said it also, and I can't find the post, but she talked about Bill Barr, and so did my wonderful Joe M at Stormont's Opponents on Parlor. He says, I don't always agree with Lynn Wood. Don't assume everyone who says the right stuff has privileged intel. As much as we love Lynn Wood and know that he's a patriot and he's working and fighting so hard, and a lot of stuff that he says is good, doesn't mean that Bill Barr is a bad guy, which is what he was saying. And so I, I've been going back and forth about it. And so you know, it's hard to know, right? Um, and I've been in this game long enough to know that it's, it's things don't always, aren't always as they appear. So um, he did a great job. He did his job. He did it well. So he had a specific role to play in this war. If you always remember that we're at war, this war literally to end all wars, they call World War II the war to end all wars, but clearly didn't end all wars. This is truly the war to end all wars. This, again, from the book, I contend, is the Battle of Armageddon because it's a worldwide information war, okay? And it's a war for good versus evil. So he says, um, uh, patriots are changing up key officials by different stages of the plan. Make sure to vote in Georgia. Oh, and that makes me so angry to see all the stuff that they're doing in, in Georgia. People are getting back their votes and they're saying it's it's fraudulent. But again, that will help, you know, if, if you vote, then you can go and show how your vote was switched if you're in Georgia. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. So, but at least to cast your vote and then, then to just be able to go ahead and find out later on that, yes, this was switched. Okay. That the Vote says one thing, but the little, um, oh, what those little barcode type things, it says something else. And then it would be, it would be, could be shown. Anyway, so you can't, you can't win if you stay home, right? Now, did you hear about the, um, oh, then we're going to talk about the, the Nashville thing. Did you hear about that? They have, of course, are blaming it on the, I'm going to get my little paper on him, us. That's who they're blaming it on. Of course, we did it. That, <laughs> clearly, that's what it's about. All right, so this, this post right here that I have on my parlor, I said, yeah, that's we're blamed, just like clockwork, eye roll. Is that all you've got? <laughs> just to blame us. So here is the, and I'm trying to not read it, but it's very interesting that his name has all of our favorite letters in it. Anthony Quinn Warner as in a warning about the 17th letter of the alphabet like this, right? That's, it's got the word, the letters in that word. And this letter, this famous letter right here, it's a warning that these, you know, that's what they're saying. And so they're saying on here, way farther down, oh, uh, his name emerged in connection with the case. Subscribers to the far right, blah, 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 conspiracy movement began flooding Twitter with absurd ideas. They broke down the name. You know, so they're, they're trying to pin it on us. You know, he's part of our group. And this is, you know, we're, we're a bunch of crazy people, right? Yeah, so crazy. We're destroying all your evil that you've been doing. All right, so this is another thing that just came out. There's a huge WikiLeaks dump. Now, I've heard good things about WikiLeaks. I've heard that they were that they're not good anymore. I don't know, but I always think, look at the information. 
couldn't hurt. Go on there and look it up and see what you see on here in this file. And I posted this on my parlor. I love being able to post and not have to worry about that I'm going to get banned from Twitter because I didn't put it on Twitter. All right. So there's uh, the WikiLeaks right there. And this is um, this is that when you open it up, look at this giant, gigantic list of files right here. And I downloaded one and everything, you know, it looked fine to me. So just, you know, I would, I think it's, it's fine. I haven't seen anything about that it was dangerous or whatever. And so it's, it's got a lot of really good information so far. I'll show you one of my <laughs> personal favorites because you all know I despise NASA. Despise. They lie and they lie and everything they do is lie. And just so you know, the, uh, who they are kind of rhymes with NASA. And we should have been able to see it, but we were under their spell and we didn't see it until now. Now we see it. But I'll show you, this is a, um, this is a, a video clip of their fake moon landing. But we've got the, all of it. It's not just a clip. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's the original from which they took the clips that they showed to us. Where'd the volume go? Where'd the volume go? <laughs> Looks like a bad 60s movie, doesn't it? I wanted to show you Why is the beauty of this place is just absolutely incredible. Let me see if I can find the one specifically I was wanting you to see. Okay, here, here's where they are uh, actually taking pictures. That's right. We're uh -huh. in a little deep now, right? Bella, let me tell you. Uh -huh. We're rolling. Right now, Ken, that was better. Forget it. Wait a minute. The third Yeah. So this just little little clips that they were doing. You could see that they were just on a on a, you know, like a a, a lot in a in a movie studio, uh, like in Hollywood. Some yeah, these landing scenes filmed in Nevada in the Nevada desert. There you go. So that's one of the things that just got posted on the WikiLeaks and I shared that on my parlor. Okay. So I was going to show you something else. Uh, people you know, put comments and I can't always respond, but it's something that I know if it's one or two people commenting, it's likely something that a lot of you have questions about. And so this is the word strong delusion, strong delusion. Now they led us to believe that we, the people would be under a strong delusion. And yes, we've been deceived, no doubt, no doubt. But that's not what it's talking about as far as the strong delusion. Okay. Okay, so please, are y'all listening? Okay, raise your hands if you're listening. Wave at me. Are you listening? Listen to this. The strong delusion is what they have been under. They are under a strong delusion. This is the strong delusion. If you decide, oh, I believe I will never have consequences for my sins. I will never be under the judgment of God for my sins. So I'm going to do anything and everything and, uh, you know, just completely lawless. That is a strong delusion. To say I'm going to, you know, to steal from all these poor people in Nigeria, or I'm going to hurt children or traffic in drugs or you name it, some kind of lawless, illegal act, because they, then they say, oh, you'll be powerful, you'll be rich, you'll be everything will make you beautiful, blah, 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 whatever the answer you want, then that is strong delusion. And it comes from this verse right here. Okay, so you've got to when you don't just listen to what someone else has said uh, strong delusion is. Look at the verse, okay? You've got to look at the verse. And that's why we're going to read a giant swath of the word. We're going to do that so that we're not so easily hoodwinked and deceived, okay? 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 9 through 12. The coming of the lawless one, okay? This is the 
the New World Order beast of Revelation. It's according to the to the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. So they have used all the, the trickery from Satan, who is, and we cannot combat him except with the, the power of the Lord. Okay. We have been, we've been under a deception for all these years. We did, but we were not choosing to do evil. We were not choosing to do evil so that we could be rich and powerful and all that. That is the strong delusion. Okay. Let me keep reading. And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they didn't receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who didn't believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness, as in they thought it was funny about how the people were, you know, eating food that made them sick and gave and gave them cancer. And, and they thought it was funny that they would go in and, and steal from the people. And now the people are suffering. They thought it was funny that the, that the, that they would have a, a, a an evil judge in place so that they could get away with lawlessness and the, and the righteous would be, would go, would be punished or, or never get justice. They thought it was funny that the, that you'd send your kids to college and they would be brainwashed. They thought it was funny that the news would be so filled with errors that the people would believe them. And they're just sitting there watching the news. And they think it's so funny that the people wear all these masks and they're so brainwashed to think that they're doing, you know, because they're in fear. They think it's funny that we've listened to the politicians who lied up and down the road, who listened to the Hollywood and all these people they put out there that we've followed these people. They thought that was so funny. They had pleasure in unrighteousness. Okay. These are the ones it's talking about here. They are under strong delusion because they think they, they thought they could do it and get away with it, not only in their lives, but for eternity. What is the thing that keeps you at all, you know, before you do something evil, you're like, well, I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to be under the judgment of God over this. I don't want to go to hell for that. Right. That is what holds all of us in check to go, I, I, I refuse to do such a thing. Now, if you've truly received Christ, you do what's right because you love the Lord, because he's put it in your heart to love others and to, to suffer and to help others, even if you suffer for the, for the con, you know, for doing it, right? But for those who said, I will, I'll be able to get away with it. I'll be able to get away with it. David, watch, my husband, watches this show called Almost Got Away With It, right? There's a show even about that. Like this person said, I know I can break a law and I can run away and get away. But they never do on the show. Because <laughs> that's why they call it I Almost Got Away With It. No one will. They're, the, the, they will not go unpunished. That is what is in the word. That is, where's my Bible? But anyway, it's, on the, it's in my phone. It's, you will not. They will not go unpunished. So um, the reason I'm bringing this, this verse up specifically is because someone had, did have this question, but the other thing is because this has been a big thing that people keep saying, well, what is this video about Enki and about Marduk and all that? Okay. So the problem is they have given a strong delusion to people to say there's God is equal with Satan and that you can just be on whichever side you please. You can be on Satan's side and maybe say, it looks like Satan's gonna win because Satan's been in control of this world and running all the governments and running all the media and running all the everything, okay? So they're equal. That is a strong delusion because that is not what the word of God says. It's a strong delusion to say, oh, well, that's just a, a writing written by man. That is a strong delusion because this is the God of heaven and earth. And I'm going to read to you in Isaiah chapter 40. Oh, one of my favorite songs. It's, um, I wish I could, I'll have to put a link on the freedom, all these, everything, all the links for this video, I'll put on freedomforce.live and I'll name this one, um, I don't even know, delusion. I don't know what I'm going to name it. Anyway, so I'll uh, just, I'll, I'll put it right in the comment section so you'll be able to find all the links. All right, so the there's a song that says, um, who taught the sun where to stand in the morning? Who told the oceans you can only go that far? And who told the moon where to hide till evening? Whose word alone can catch a falling star? That is a beautiful song. And it talks about who can do this, 
Who can do any of these things? And that's, it basically came from this passage in Isaiah 40. Who else has held the oceans in his hand? Who has measured off the heavens with his fingers? Who can do such a thing? Who knows the weight of the earth? Who's weighed the mountains and the hills on a scale? Who's able to advise the spirit of the Lord? Nobody, nobody. Who knows enough to give him advice or teach him? Nobody. Has the Lord ever needed anyone's advice? No. Does he need instruction about what is good? No. Did someone teach him what is right and show him the path of justice? No. For all the nations of the world are but a drop in the bucket. I remember I told you about nations that the better translation in so many times is the evildoers. All the evildoers, all the, the wicked are like a drop in the bucket. They mount to nothing. They are nothing more than dust on the scales. Nothing. They weigh nothing. I'm, I'm talking about this entire group of evildoers, okay? He picks up the whole earth as though it were a grain of sand, but we are precious to him. His children are precious to him, even though we can't tell him what is the right thing to do because we don't know. <laughs> we, this thing is very complicated and only he is able to guide us out of this wilderness, right? He can pick up the whole earth as it were a grain of sand, all the woods in Lebanon, Lebanon, I'm sorry, all the wood in Lebanon's forest and all the Lebanon's animals would not be enough to make a burnt offering worthy of the Lord. No way, no way, no way. The nations of the world are worth nothing to him. In his eyes, they count for less than nothing, more mere emptiness and froth. Again, this, the evildoers, but for you, the most precious offering you have ever given to him is how you are fighting in this battle. You're fighting in this battle for him. You're obeying him. You're listening to him. And I was just thinking about that this morning that we, he says, my sheep hear my voice and they follow after me. Every day you're listening to him. Where do you want me to fight in the battle? What do you want me to do? Who can I talk to? What just guide me? What do you want me to do? And that is your offering. He doesn't really want a burnt offering. He wants our lives as a living sacrifice. I think that's Romans chapter 12. It's, it's a reasonable service. It's, our, we offer up our day. We offer up our mind. We offer up our laptop. We offer up our fingers to type. We offer up, Lord, just tell me what do you want me to do? And, and I'm your living sacrifice. I'm your living sacrifice to speak for you, to, uh, to, to work for you, to whatever it is he wants us to do, right? So to whom can you compare the Lord? What image can you find to resemble him? Can he be compared to an idol formed in a mold? overlaid with gold and decorated with silver chains? Or if people are too poor for that, they might at least choose wood that won't decay and a skillful craftsman to carve an image that won't fall down. But can you compare God to any of that? And that's the problem with this. They, this, is a, this is a false God that's just formed in a piece of stone. It's just a false God. They're like, oh, he's equal to God. No, he's not. He's not. It's just stupid. It's, it's, it's great delusion. It's, 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 it's strong delusion, like in Second Thessalonians. Um, haven't you heard? Don't you understand? Are you deaf to the words of God? The words he gave you before even the world began? Are you ignorant? God sits above the circle of the earth. The people below seem like grasshoppers to him. He spreads out the heavens like a curtain and makes his tent from them. He judges the great people of the world and brings them to nothing. He's talking about the, the evildoers. He judges them, brings them to nothing. They hardly get started, barely taking root when he blows on them and they wither. The wind carries them off like chaff. Now, this group has been going on for so long, but all of them after 80 years or whatever, they 90, 100 years, whatever it was, you know, even if they, if they had special things, they were living to 120, 30 years, whatever it is, they, they died and they went and stood before the judgment seat of God. Stupid, 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 right? And then wind carried them away. And they thought, oh, well, we'll certainly, we're gonna, we're gonna get to rule this world that, you know, forever. Yeah, they were barely taking root and then they would, they would blow away and they would stand before God. To whom will you compare me? Who is my equal? Asks the Holy One. Look into the heavens. Who created all these stars? He brings them out like an army, one after another, calling each by its name. You know what I've told you? They all have its, a name. 
because of his great power and incomparable strength, not a single one is missing. Oh, Jacob, how can you say the Lord doesn't see your troubles? Oh, Israel, how can you say God ignores your rights? It's talking about you and me. It's not talking about a small group of people in the Middle East. It's talking about God's people, our Israelites. We are the, the, the adopted in or the physical progeny, one or the other. We are his family. That's who he's talking about. Don't say this verse is for these few people. This is for his people all of his people all over the world. And it could be people of all kinds of different religions, to be honest. If you truly love the Lord, maybe you don't have all the T's crossed and I's dotted. That's not, it's, that's not the important thing. He's looking at the heart. He wants to know if your heart is right before him. If you are, if you recognize that you need his help, his salvation, what, you know, whether some people have understood about the blood of Christ it says in Romans 2 very clearly that they are a law unto themselves. They, from their spirit, from their heart, they choose to do what's right. Okay. Anyway, read back in, Rome, in Romans chapter 2 about that. Anyway, so the point is, if this, this, this psalm is for his people. If you are, his, you are one of his people, you know in your heart if you're one of his. Okay. Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth, not this creep. They say, oh, it's from some outer space, some uh, some alien. No, there's no aliens, y'all. There's no aliens. There's demons, but there's no aliens. There's not. Sorry. <laughs> and not this creep for sure. Not happening. It's not this. And the Lord is the one who created this earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired and young men will fail in exhaustion, fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. That's us. The Lord is giving us strength for this battle. I love this. Who loves uh, Isaiah chapter 40? Isn't that beautiful? The Lord has no equal. There's no one who can contend with him. They thought that he could, they could, but they were under strong delusion. All right. So what we're going to do is this is their new year's resolution. If you're wondering what your new year's resolution was going to be, I've got it for you. I got you right here. We're going to read through this Bible. It is not going to be hard. It really, truly will not. It will not. It's, you know, it will take, it'll take just setting aside some time. Now, this is what I want you to do. You can, I want you to download on your phone, the, uh, the app called U version, U version, Y O U V E R S I O N download that app. And I'm going to show you how you can, you can get this, um, uh, at the bottom. Let me see if I can pull it up so I can show it to you on the screen. You can very easily pull up a, uh, a, a reading plan. It's called Power Read. Uh oh. Okay, there you go. Power Read, right there. Power Read, and uh, here's here gives you an idea of what it's going to be each day. Okay, it 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 looks like a lot. Don't worry, because because all you're going to do is when you hit click re start reading, and there's there's day one. I don't keep doing it the wrong way. Okay, so day one, you all you have to do is hit this little button right here at the top that says. Day one. What's the most popular verse in the Bible? Okay, that's 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 just the words. <laughs> hang on, just hang on. I'm going to show you. Here's chapter one. Okay, so then you'll just hit play. The Holy Bible, New Living Translation, the Book of Genesis, chapter one, the account of creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface. Isn't it beautiful? And all you do, okay, whether you're sitting there, ladies, putting on your makeup, or you know, brushing your hair, brushing your teeth, or if you're driving to work, or you're driving, going to an errand, or whatever you're doing, just do it then. Instead of listening to the radio, listen to me, listen to the Word of God. Listen to the Word of God easy. It's, it, you know, it, it basically take an hour and because it reads it to you, it's right there and it'll read it right out to you. It will make it so easy. And so this guy has this really cool video where he explains how to do this in 60 days. 
one hour a day, 60 days, and you'll get it knocked out. And then because he, he said, and I agree, to do a one-year plan, it's too hard. to It's too big to, to think of trying to do something for a year. It's just too much. It's too hard. Listen to his great idea. I think I really think it's great. It's, well, I think it's worth giving a shot. Are you up for a spiritual challenge? Well, I have one for you. Let's power read the Bible in 60 days. Seriously, does that sound impossible or overwhelming? Well, it's not. This challenge will wake up your faith. And people at all levels have been finding success power reading the Bible. First-time Bible readers and lifelong readers. You don't need a one-year plan to read the Bible. In fact, we're learning that it's harder to follow a 365-day plan. There are many ways and many seasons to power read the Bible. All of them are free. Join us today. I think that's great. I think that's a really cool thing to do to, for, for our, uh, our battalion to be about hearing from the Lord. And as you're reading, say, Lord, I just, you know, I may, there may be things you don't understand. Don't stop. Just keep listening. And sometimes if you get where you're like, you know how sometimes you can listen to something and you don't really hear it. So try to repeat the words in your head so that you are really listening and you're paying attention. Okay. So, um, and like I said, it will make it so easy because you can just do it as you're, as you're driving or whatever. And, um, and, don't stop and go, oh, I, I don't understand that passage. If you want to, you can maybe make a note and say, oh, I want to go back and, and you know, have a question about this or whatever. That's fine. But don't let it slow you down. Just listen to the whole thing, you know, one hour. Okay, so find a little, carve out a little one hour segment while you're, you know, whatever it is, while you're eating dinner, whatever's the best time for you and, and knock it out. And then you will have, you know, like I do, I'm like, because I've been reading giant swaths of the Bible for so, so long, something happens. I'm like, oh, well, that reminds me of this verse over here. Or that reminds me of that story over there. Okay. And that's, you know, instead of having just piecemeal, let's get a whole understanding of it. Okay. That's why like the other day, when I read to you that giant chunk of Isaiah, uh, that, several chapters of Isaiah to try to help you see, understand giant swaths. Okay. And uh, then it all comes together in one big story. Okay. We can do this. We can do this. Y'all. I know people who know every baseball player, every football player, every episode of some show this, we can do this. And this is the word of God of all things. We need to know the word of God. And that's one of the reasons it's big. We've become kind of weak because we don't have enough of the knowledge of the word in us. Okay. So this is again, my book here, and you can listen to it also on my channel. Uh, this, this is where you get it. Um, here's, here's the one without the, the, it's just a normie's title, the book of revelation revealed, make sure you get the one by red pill, the world. Okay. The one that's $3 and then the $8 paperback. Okay. Um, and you can also, like I said, listen to the one on the audio book right here. Okay. Um, I think that's it. Okay. I have a couple of other things to, to shout at you about, but let's go ahead and pray and uh, ask the Lord to guide us so we can do this. Lord, we thank you for amazing resources that we have in this day. All these wonderful YouTube videos. Uh, thank you for version Bible app and BibleGateway.com so we can hear your word. We can just listen to it and soak it in, Lord. And as we do, I just pray that you'll speak to us and help us to hear from you and help us to, to piece all of this together and to and to see how you're uh fulfilling what you've promised in our day and so it's not just uh the faith that, that we won't just have the faith that melissa has but they will have faith specifically straight from you knowing that you have told this to them um lord i thank you that you are helping each one of us to grapple with all this craziness and that even when we don't understand we know that you are setting us free. This is your plan. Just like you told us in, in Jeremiah 29, 11, you know, the plans you have for us, plans to prosper us and not to harm us, plans to give us hope and a great future. I thank you, Lord, that uh, we will build, rebuild these ruined cities, that we will have just health and wealth and peace. We thank you for our president. We pray for everyone who's involved, all the military, all the white hats. We pray that you would strengthen each one of us to, to, uh, to, to march forward and to take this kingdom by force, like the Freedom Force Battalion. And we pray against all those evildoers, the, the nations that are not even a drop in the bucket, that they will be stopped, that they will be, that their every plan evil of evil will be thwarted, that they will, um, that all of their evil 
plans will come to nothing and uh, that we will see the end of these ruling the earth, that we will look for our enemies and we will not be able to find them. Just like you said in your word, we pray all these things in your wonderful name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, I wanted to make sure that you knew about uh, all this stuff on the good stuff on the health page. I keep adding. And so we went over and had another treatment for my mom way down at the bottom. Don't forget my wonderful uh, prescribing life. I talk about this. So we're we're working our way down the pain scale. So, so exciting. Oh, and I wanted to show you guys a picture. I didn't get it. <laughs> I took a picture of my mom's back. She had a the scar like this long where they did surgery. And it makes me so mad because I didn't want them to do surgery on her. And they, it's like, you have to, what, what she's doing in my strong opinion is she is counteracting the evil things that the Medicare doctor did to her. But anyway, so, so here's, we're, we're going down on the pain scale, just bringing it down, down, down already from a two, 10 to a five. She's, she's taking just a fraction of the medicine she was taking when she first came here and now she can go and she can walk and she can do. And so we're almost there. And so exciting that my, uh, that Laura told me that a couple of you guys have been coming over from uh, Louisiana to get the treatments makes me so happy and that you're being helped by that. So we're meeting she and I and her husband, we're meeting on how we can make this more available to people who are not close by. So anyway, I'm hoping that we'll come up with some really good plans for you guys. So because I'm just, you know, my mom has to drive eight hours to get over here. So and to, of course, she can stay with me and she can do, get the treatments over three days. So anyway, how can we do this so that there's something that can help people who are struggling in misery with the pain. All right. So I wanted to show you also right here, the FFB gear. This is where you can go to see um, our, our shirts that have the name. I'm not going to say on it. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. And then it's also got our wonderful 1111. Where do we talk about? This is biblical. And also this, I can't even believe they haven't taken these off. They've taken some of my shirts off, but some of these are still here and the cups are still here shocking so i am modeling today i'm modeling my um blah 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 and a thousand years of peace so i'm very excited and just like i said i'm very excited that i have lost now 20 pounds and i'm continuing on that's on this page also um uh, definitely drink some aloe vera just a little bit every day and it'll just keep your system running like clockwork now Here's the, here are the links to where you can get the same stuff that I am doing, uh, either one of these, and you take two scoops of each, and it will keep you full, and you will be able to go and go and go, and you're hypo, if you're hypoglycemic like I was, you will not get shaky, you will not have any of that issues anymore, you'll have the nutrition that your body needs, and you won't be craving sweets. Oh, I'm so can't believe it. That's why the weight is dropping off, and so I'm so glad to have some some nutrition that's helping me, but I wanted to show you. Um, if you do the shake and then you don't modify the, the other foods that you eat, then, then you won't lose weight. Okay. You'll be disappointed. Okay. So, um, so if you go on this telegram app, the level up our nutrition, um, you will get all kinds of great ideas for free on how you can, um, can get protein rich foods and foods that will keep you satiated and, and foods that won't send you, you know, that will help you to lose the weight. Okay. So that's, I wanted to make sure that you knew about that, that you didn't end up, you know, doing the shakes and then not modifying. Okay. Because it's easy. This makes it doable to modify before I could, I tried to eat less and certain foods, but I was still so hungry and I was still getting weak. And so with the shake, I don't get weak, but you still have to make sure that you eat very high protein, rich foods and, you know, healthy, healthy foods, but this makes it possible. It makes it doable. Like I said, I, I can't even believe I've lost 20 pounds. And that was the, the best thing in the world that I can actually fit in my clothes. And it's great. So anyway, um, and it just, you know, just encouraging to put something on and feel like you're not just feeling so uncomfortable and got the, <laughs> so much Dunlap. All right. Um, and you they can find a way to get a 40% discount. Um, let me see. I wanted to show you, here's a video on how to make the, the, the shake. Um, but yeah, definitely, if you know anybody who's struggling with this pain, definitely check out Laura's page. It's right here. I say it's right here, right here. And I'm, you know what we're going to do is I'm going to um, interview her. Here it is, Prescribing Life, Prescribing Life. And I just, you know, and to get off these 
drugs to stop the pain. There's so many people who are having to live on these drugs because they've had so much scar tissue. If you've got scar tissue, that's probably one of the reasons for your pain and this solves it. Oh, oh, oh I was going to show, I was going to tell you, I got off the subject, but okay. So my mom's scar, it's used to be like where you could feel it was poking out, whatever. And now it's, it's all, it's not inflamed anymore. And so what was poking out on the outside is not poking out on the outside. And now neither is it poking out poking in on the inside. Does that make sense, y'all? So bottom line, it's not causing uh, the, the the nerves to send the signal. Oh, there's a wrong, there's a problem. Blah, blah, blah. And I send us all this, uh, like a pinball machine, bing, 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 and it's uh, for the pain. I know I'm not explaining it well. Y'all know I'm not a doctor. I just know that my mom is doing much better. So it's, it's kind of cool though, to look at her scar. <laughs> She might not really want me sharing her scar, <laughs> but it's, it used to have, it used to poke out and it doesn't do that anymore. So there you go. <laughs> anyway. All right. I'm going to go before I completely embarrass myself even more. <laughs> and don't forget, I'm going here and look at all the other posts and the playlists on freedomforce.live. All right, guys. I love you guys. I will talk to you later. Bye.